What's good, AB? What's good, Jack, man? How you doing, bro? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. You know, coming off this uh this good special edition, man. Mm-hmm. We're back in the homeland, in the basement. Back in the in the man cave. In right? the man cave, right? <laughs> right. It felt like we just came from, you know, like a, a pretty good, like, Asian vibe. Like, <laughs> yeah, like dude said. The Asian zing vibe. Yeah, zing vibe. <laughs> but nah, man. But you know what, man? Like, I really want to talk to my listeners, man, about going to SeasonKingsPodcast.com. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a really good site, man. If you want to follow up on, on us, you want to see the gallery of us, we got some photos up, man, some videos. New photos, right? New photos, man. You know, new we, videos coming up, yeah, too, Yeah, new right? videos, man. Right. We, we, we patiently waiting. Patiently waiting. I think it's going to be really good. I think that's why it's good to wait. Because mm-hmm. when you wait, when somebody's working on something, it comes out perfect, right? Patience is the key. Patience is the key, man. So, CZKingPodcast.com, man, you'll find interviews, you'll find... I mean, photos of us, videos, man. You'll find some of your favorite tracks from back in the day. If it's Jay-Z, if it's Future, Drake, whoever, Nas. man. Nas. everybody's mm-hmm. on there, man. So you want to make sure you check that out. Um, we also got some, you know, production beats on there. We also got some DJing on there. If you want to, you know, you're driving to work, man. You're like, dang, I hate my job, man. <laughs> Just throw on that mixtape, man. You know, I promise you'll be all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, but make sure y'all check out SeasonKingsPodcast.com, man. It's worth your while, man. So make sure you, you do that, right? Yep. And check out our show coming up right after this. Right, man. Make sure y'all check that out, man. You know, Season Kings, we out, man. Blah, blah. He's a genius, 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 genius. You're now listening to the Season King. This is Jack. This is AB. What's good, man? Man, what's good, man? Man, we had we came off a a good a good episode, man. I know what's good right now. What's that? This beer I'm drinking. <laughs> but this beer I'm drinking is it was Stella Artois. And I, it's supposed to be cider, but it's, it's spelled in Spanish. Is that Spanish? I think so. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, Hell, I don't know. Right. I had to be valid <laughs> to translate. Right, 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 man. But dude, man, I'm telling you, man, but the last episode we did, man, the special edition, two parts. Mm-hmm. You know, part one was interviewing Flam. Yeah. Part two was with the barbershops, man. It was a really special moment, man. Our, our first time, our very first time interviewing somebody, man. And, and in front of people, too. In front man. of people, right? Yeah, that was... It was pretty it was cool. A little intimidating at first, right? It was. It was kind of like you know, like people kept coming in. You're kind of looking around. You're like, <laughs> yo, when is it gonna stop? Like you know what I'm saying? Like that's what it. That, that's when it felt like, man. Yeah. But it felt natural, right? It did, man. It, it felt did. really good, man. Yeah. And so, it, then I wanna, I wanna just say thank you to, you know, all the hospitality. You know, these cuts showed us, um, letting us set up and, you know, just talk and be loud and you know have all right. those people in there. Um, and for bringing the chicken too, man. And the chicken, the Asian zing chicken man, the wings. The Asian zing chicken wings. <laughs> hey yo, them wings is good, man. I ain't and even get none, man. I'm saying they good, and I ain't get none because I mean everybody else ate them. That means it was good, man. But we appreciate, man. You know, yeah. at these barber cut. I'm, I'm sorry, these cuts. These cuts. I was this close about to say <laughs> these nuts, but these cuts barbershop. These cuts, these cuts, barbershop, man. We really thank y'all, man, for really hooking us up. Uh, you know, shout out to, you know, Will, Sean, 
Trey and Black Tie Brown, man. You know, I really, I, I dig what um, Black Tie Brown is doing, man. I kind of oh, like yeah. the old, you know, I like the, the the more suave barber. You know, mm-hmm. I'm feeling that, man. But I'm yeah. feeling the whole barbershop, man. Sean is running a good, a really good business over there. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate you guys, man. We'll definitely love to do it again. Let's um, make something happen, man, in the future, man. Yeah, that could be something we can, you know, try to, like an annual thing or like twice a year or something yeah, we, yeah. Can, we can do. Yep, yep, we'll make it. And when we make it big, man, that'll be the spot we always go to. That'll be the spot. <laughs> that'll be the spot, man. We we always do our special thing there, man. Mm-hmm. You know, but. You might have to link up with Immaculate Styles, too. I think they'll. That, too. Let's do that, yeah. man. Let's uh, do that, man. We, we, little Mike and Kid in there, man. Um, mm-hmm. These guys are funny. They're funny? I'm going to have to, yeah. We're going to have to go up there next time. Let's do it, man. Mike Williams is one of the funniest people I know in my life. Okay, okay. Dude is funny, man. Hilarious? Yes. Hey, let's do it, man. Let's do it. I mean, hey, man, I'm, I'm sure they'll let us get in there, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Show us some love, mm-hmm. you know. Yep, yep, yep. But yeah, man, I, you know, like I said before, man, we, we appreciate Body, man. We appreciate, you know, Flam for his interview. is very insightful, man, just from mm-hmm. an artist that's been in it for a while and, you know, that continues to strive to make it to the mountaintop, man. Uh, you know, mad props to him. Uh, mad props to CEO Peso, man, for recording it, man. I can't, I can't wait to see the video. I think the video is going to be really good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what I'm saying so. I'm excited about that. That's that's what I'm most excited about is seeing the video, man. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people can can connect our voice mm-hmm. with and the his face. work too. You know what I mean? His, his work, work in yeah. general. Um, yeah. You know, I think we picked one of the best people to do it, especially out of Dayton. Um, and I told him, mm-hmm. we getting you on here, bro. If you listen to this, we getting you on here, man. We got to do it, man. You know, like, because video videographers, man, they really don't get that much love, you know. They don't um, get no shine like that, They right? don't, man. And, and, you know, they really make, I mean, like, think back, think back in the 90s, right? Mm-hmm. Even even in the 80s as far as hip-hop and rap. Yeah. Even in R&B, you, you used to mostly associate music. With the music video. With the, yeah, with the music video. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, I think I've said before to you, man, like, just think about, like, DMX and the whole slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. I remember that video. Mm-hmm. Or oh, I remember the, uh, you know, Money Ain't a Thing. The, Money Ain't a Thing. Um, what's the J song? Hard Knock Life? Yeah, Hard Knock Life. Like, I remember the video more than anything, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, the video helps people connect and, and gives us the picture. You yeah. know, they give us the pictures through the lyrics, but mm-hmm. it's actually drawn out mm-hmm. in the video, man. So, man, but really, what happened to the music video, man? I don't know. It just died off, man. I think people just, they don't want to wait on I mean, because think about it, man. Like, we used to have 106 in Park, mm-hmm. you know, and... In the basement, man. The with basement. Tickle, man. What, what did MTV have? It was... Uh, uh, TRL. 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 Yeah. I mean, you had all of that, man. And sometimes you'll see the same video three times a day, and you appreciate seeing mm-hmm. that video three times a day. So, man, we got to get CEO Peso on here just to kind of talk about that. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, we do some production ourselves, but, man, he does it on a whole nother level. Yep. You know, and I definitely like to see, like, man, like what, what goes into that, right? Mm-hmm. And. And to see him talk about the, his experiences with other artists in the game, because he's been with some big artists mm-hmm. in the game, you know. Yeah, he has. Yeah, you know, so I think it would be, be kind of cool for him to tell us his experience. So no pressure, man, but yeah. we're giving you some pressure. <laughs> no pressure, but pressure. Right. Let us know when you're trying to get on, man. We, we, uh, we'll have a good show for you, I think, man. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Can't wait for that, man. But, man. You know, there's been some news, man. I mean, it's been so much. So much within this week. 
I don't think we can cover this in like an hour. I know, but we're gonna try. But man, I can't promise we can, because I mean, dude, this is like, I mean, you know, what's up? With, you know, with the whole Kanye thing, man. He sent me a picture of Kanye, and bro, I'm I'm telling you, I'm like, yo, my dude. He, you know, usually I say like they're they're a biscuit away. He ate that biscuit already. He ate the biscuit. He ate the Big Mac. He the... put some gravy on there. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Did he say there was something about him detoxing or something like that? Yeah. Uh, this website, I you know, I, I stay on pretty much every day. Um, it's called Boxed In. Um, you know, they uh, they put different different topics up. And this was right, one right. topic on there. You know, it was about Kanye. Mm-hmm. And they showed the picture. Yep, yep. And somebody on there commented, uh, you know, I don't know how true it is, but, you know, they say when you detox, um, you know, you gain a lot of weight. Right, um, right. You know, you're trying to get away from the liquor, but you kind of, I guess, pick up other habits or you don't do certain things that you used to do as far as, right. you know, he might not work out like he used to. Or, you know, right, right. Just trying to focus on getting his, his mental health correct. Yep, yep, you know yep. what I mean? So um, I think. That that's definitely playing a role in his weight gain, and it got to be something, man. Cause it's gotta be, man. I'm like, bro, like he, you know, he never was a small guy, but man, right. like he's like, you know, he looked he, like he was in between uh, <laughs> Sherman Clump and uh, <laughs> right, right, like right, and Eddie, what's his name, Eddie, Buddy Love, yeah, Buddy Love, <laughs> he man, was like, like in between, like, like, like he's when he in was the morphing stage, yeah, like you yeah. know what I'm saying, like yeah, yo, like I mean, I mean look. Maybe he's in the the chubby sunken place. Sunken place. Shout out to Val for that. Right. <laughs> he tried to get out. <laughs> but nah, but man, yeah, man. Like maybe I don't know, man. So, you know, it's you know, I, I you know, I want Kanye to get back to making mm-hmm. music, man. Get back to making good music, yeah. getting back to inspiring people, man. I mean, I mean, this is the most pivotal time right now mm-hmm. as far as like in America with racial issues going on and he was you know I listened to re- late registration like mm-hmm. late registration was like psh, man he was hitting all type of topics yep. so I mean get back to that man but I think firstly he need to get his relationships right with the people in his life mm-hmm. right so I read that him and him and Jay are actually planning on me I'm ending yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and you know getting that together yeah, um, yeah. you know he need I think he needs to be with Jay bro like honestly, I think a lot of man, you know what? Like, and the thing is, man, with Kanye, when he was with certain, like he too, he's around the wrong people. Mm-hmm. Like that's not influencing him to make good music. Mm-hmm. Like he just making recycled music. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, the last three years, like what what good song can you say in the last three years that he's made that sticks to you? It may be hot for like a month, mm-hmm. and it just. But like, man, when I went back to late registration or graduation, and I mean, even my twisted dark fantasy. I mean, I'm like, that's, yeah, that's it, still one it, of my favorites. It never, it's not even old to me, right? But now, like, you know, like the the last two CDs that he made, mm-hmm. I don't really listen to like mm-hmm. that. Like, I, that's I did not, like, I did like Saint Pablo. I like that better than. Uh, I, Man, I hate to say it, man. I wasn't a big fan of Sam like Nah, man. He I had, like it, man. he had, um, um, what is it, a thousand hours or something like that? 
Oh, yeah. 30 hours. Uh, 30 hours. Yeah. Don't say that thousand. <laughs> 30 hours. I like that song, and then I like the one song he took from uh, the OJ off of Volume 1. He sampled that beat. That one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, was it called St. Pablo, I think? Yeah. Yeah, St. Pablo. I like yeah, It was that. like a bonus track. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that, man. But other than that, man, like I wasn't, I don't know, I wasn't too big on, on, on St. Pablo. Man, right? that father stretched my hands was hard. That that was a good song. I, I don't know. I, it, it just, I, for me, he man. He sampled the old school gospel, man. It kind of felt old Kanye-ish, man. It, it, it did. It did. But At I, least that song did. His To me, his lyrics to me hasn't, his lyrics to me, Hasn't, but you know, one thing I, I, you know, I don't want to stay on this too long, but one thing I did point out, uh, I was driving back from Dayton, you know, I was talking to him, and I said, Yo, I was like, I just noticed something, and some people may get mad at me, but I felt like his lyrics in college dropout was like, like it was, I don't want to say mediocre, but it was, was. yeah, it was mediocre, Mm -hmm. and so you could tell he wrote that. Late registration and I feel like graduation and all that, he started getting some help. Yeah. And I was like, you can tell that. You know what I'm saying? But so whoever was helping him during that time, and I'm maybe he needs that again. Maybe or maybe he was around the right people like Jay and all that. I so, think he was around the right people. And people get better. You know what I mean? That's true. They get better. I mean, you can speak on Jay. Mm-hmm. How he used to rap super fast and you could mm-hmm. hardly understand what he was saying. His voice was all super high pitched. Yup, yup, yup. And can't, then he slowed get it with down. That. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Then he slowed it down, and you can start to understand and hear what he's saying for real. And I mean, he got better with time, I think. Took some advice, yeah. 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 Hey, I, so, def- I definitely would say that uh, Kanye, man, like, man, we need you to get back to, to, to full force. Yeah, put the Twinkies down, man. Yeah, put the Twinkies down, man. <laughs> Get done detoxing, whatever you're doing, man, and yeah. start making some good music again, man. But, but yeah, man, I mean, you know, that happened, man, with him, and you know, the next news that happened, I mean, Kevin Hart, man, <sighs> sheesh, man, yo, this dude got played like a Sega Genesis, B. <laughs> like, yo, my man got played like a video game, like an arcade, Sega like, Saturn, right? man. I, you know, it, it's crazy to me because I couldn't imagine being a celebrity and people. Are out there look like like praying on your success to help them be successful. Like she almost pretty much like what what bothered me about this situation is like all right, the dude I I get it man he's a megastar right, mm-hmm. and you know it's wrong of him to be in that situation which. If any man is in that situation man it's a bad situation to be in like to be at somebody's house, like how can you like you know what I'm saying. Especially on that level, like all these women's women are attractive, right? Mm-hmm. And so, how can you, you know, be in that situation and not say no? So that I mean, but that's but the devil's working at that particular time. Oh, I feel like that. The devil's a lie, man. That's right. right. <laughs> Shout out to she, man. I just said to him, the devil's a lie, the devil's man. It's a lie, yeah, man, man. I'm, I was telling Val, I was talking to Val about it. I'm like, man, you you got to understand. First of all, how many women throw themselves at these guys? A day. A day. A day. And Kevin Hart, he's a, he's a real nigga. Like, well, well, let I me hate say, to say that word. Let me take that back. But uh, he's a real dude. No, he's but, a real dude. No, he's a real, he's a hey. real nigga. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, let me say this, though. Like, just real quick, and I, I want you to finish your thought because I want to get sneak this in there. 
But I believe Kevin Hart when he's in high school, he probably didn't get no girls. No, he was the type of dude. He didn't get no girls. I mean, how tall is he? Like, like five foot. Like, yeah. So he wasn't getting no girls. So now he's at this 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 stature of a a comedic giant where. And he works out and stuff like that. Women's gonna throw themselves at him, mm-hmm. like you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. He's not used to that. Like he probably, in probably ten, five, probably five to seven years ago, when he first came out with that one comedic stand up, women probably weren't throwing themselves at him. That's mm-hmm. why he still was married to the woman he was with. Which, in my opinion, I seen a picture of her recently. In my opinion, I think she looks better than his wife he has now. But that's another topic. Mm-hmm. But. But yeah, so I just want to sneak that in there while you finish your thoughts. So you know, I think, um, I mean, his wife now is—I think she looks good. But you think so? Yeah, I mean, she's not ugly. No, not at all. She's um, not ugly at all. I—I I, I think it just his previous wife was more like. Wasn't she like two feet taller than him? No, she 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 might be shorter <laughs> than the woman that he's with. Okay. Right now, I okay. just think that she to me she had like natural like. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, darker skinned woman, she was just naturally to me like, like man, she fits you. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Right, like, you right. can tell the girl that he's with now. Like, if if it wasn't for the money. Yeah, she wouldn't be with you. You know when what I'm saying? the money goes. Right. Like, word. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, nah, but I feel like, man, anybody famous like that, I mean, I mean, you can even look at LeBron. I hate to say it, but. Yeah, he did. Why did it take him so long to get married? Yeah, I'm saying, yeah, he did. Yeah, come on, man. He did. So, I mean, now is he doing that? No. Yeah, right. But Kevin Hart, man, it's it, that's probably not the first time. No, that's not at I'm all. Saying. He just got caught. That's rule number one. Don't get caught. You know, the, the famous word is, I'm not really sorry. I'm just sorry I got caught. You're sorry you got caught. That's, that's what it is. That's why he got on there. Said what he said. Right. Try to man up. I mean, what else could he do? Right, right. Get exploited. Millions of dollars, whatever, however much she was asking for. But the shit with the shit was dumb though. Because she she was talking like, I right, like she was like, I'm an inspiring actor. I'm not a stripper. Like, which she was confirmed that she was a stripper. She was a traveling stripper. She's a traveling stripper, but she was like, I'm an inspiring actor. And I'm like, yo, you stupid anyways. Why, why are you trying to get this man for his money? Which you, really what you, you know, and excuse me for this part, but it's, it's an adult show. Yeah. Really what you should have did, you should have been, you should have put it to him. <laughs> and then like, where he was just like, yo, this shit, this shit is crazy, yo. Like, I, I got to hook her up, man. Like, you want to be in my next movie? Like, mm-hmm. that would have been a smart way to try to go about it at first. Like, right, you know what I'm saying? Right. But you, like, just outright, like, you're going you gonna to pay me some money. Like, mm-hmm. you know? And then, it, like, do you realize nobody in Hollywood, they probably despise that type of shit in Hollywood. Nobody's, yeah. nobody's not going to help you. Right. Everybody probably cheats on everybody in Hollywood. Oh, they definitely do, man. But you know what's funny? You know I just came from Vegas. Right. He got caught in Vegas. I seen a billboard when I was out there <laughs> with Kevin Hart on there. I'm like, oh, damn, he about to be here. For, oh, so he had a, com- a comedy show. Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. Vegas. Mm-hmm. And he goes and cheats in Vegas. In one of the most high traffic places in the United States. Man, what? So he tripping, bro, for that. He man. tripping. He tripping. And I, I can't remember who the guy was, uh, but he said it. He's like, why would you cheat 
on your wife in Vegas. In Vegas. Like, go to Montana or something. Yeah. <laughs> Come to Ohio. Right, right. Come Come to to, like, ain't nobody going to be there, like, trying to, like, you know, Michigan or something. Like, ain't nobody going to be checking for you. Like, right. people probably see you and probably be like, man, that ain't really him. Like, you you know? in Vegas. People setting up cameras and everything. But, but that was the wild thing, though. How she set up the camera, how hey. it aimed off the uh, the mirror in her bedroom. And then so I'm like, bro. I just stayed in the hotel in Vegas. It's definitely possible. I'm just like, bro. He's stupid, man. Yeah, he's stupid for that, man. Stupid Kevin Hart for that, man. But, but it's going to be funny because he's the only person. I feel like he's going to make a skit out of this. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be funny. And you're going to forget about it. Well, it seemed like his current, you know, his current wife he with now. It seemed like it's not a... A big deal to her, but I, she's smart about it. And well, I don't want to say she's smart about it, but she know like, yo, I ain't about to give that up that money to nobody else, right? Because if I leave him, he's just gonna get with somebody else, right? And so, because like his first wife, she was just like, I ain't taking this shit no more. Well, they kind of, I guess, jointly decide to break up or whatever. Mm-hmm. The new wife probably was like, nah, forget that. I like this lifestyle. Yeah. Nah, I mean, I, she knew she was getting into. He cheated on, on her with, we cheated on his ex-wife. With her. Yeah. So it's like the same thing going to happen. How are you going to trust somebody? You right. ain't going to be able to do that, man. Right, I've been right. in a situation like that. It's Yeah, like. You ain't going to trust nobody after that, man. No. No, man. No. And the thing is, too, is like, I mean, I, I, I couldn't imagine being a star. And like, it's probably, it's a it's normalcy. Probably in Hollywood. Mm. Like, it's probably normal to do that. Like, it's probably like. Uh, you went and slept with such and such. Uh, cool. How was it? Oh, it was good. But all right, see you in the morning. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that's crazy. It's probably really like that in Hollywood. They probably go to parties and like what do you trade call wives and swinging swingers? Yeah, yeah they probably a whole bunch of swingers. I know Will there. Smith and Jada do that. Yeah, they do that. It's crazy. All right, new topic. Man. Yeah, man. Yeah, let's go. Cause we'll go forever on that, man. <laughs> hey, one thing. Hey, listen. Uh, a, a couple of people hit me up about this, and I think it's I played it a little bit. And I'm, like, addicted right now. Probably the only 2K that I've ever been addicted to is 2K18. I mean, I think it's phenomenal, man. Oh, yeah, man. I told you, man. I Today, like, before we started this show, this was, like, the most I've played it. And mm-hmm. it just feel more natural, right? Like, the movement, um, just the way the players look and right, just right. the whole feel of the game, man. It's just... It's dope, man. And listen, I said like right, right, like a million times. Tell Val don't. She's probably <laughs> counting them too, because she tells us like y'all say right too much. But yeah, my fault. But but take me through some of the process that you do, or some of the things that you do when you get the new two K. Okay. So the first thing I do, man, I turn the difficulty to Hall of Fame. Okay. And then I just go to the practice like little freestyle, mm-hmm. and just try to get a feel of the game. And this year, actually, I started from like the basic tutorial. Okay. Just to learn, because it's so much stuff, man. Like, so many different moves, so many different shots, and so many different ways to finish at the rim. And, you know what I mean? Right, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's the way I do it as far as, at least this year, just trying to learn the game again. I feel like last year's, it was just, it was kind of overwhelming. Right. And it wasn't as good as this one. I feel like they really stepped it up. And they do every year, but this year in particular, man, it, it's dope, man. I mean, I'm looking forward to uh, giving you some buckets. Hey, listen, I, I don't know. I'm kind of nice in this one. I, I, you know, I, I put it like this. I feel like in this 2K, I think it's really uh, 
what I appreciated because the last few two Ks, last I would say at least five years, mm-hmm. last two Ks that I played. The only, my biggest problem with them was that you know one little contest you're gonna miss the shot, yeah. and I'm like, come on, man, these guys are in the NBA, mm-hmm. you know. Even in college basketball, you make d- difficult shots, like you know. And so these, it's like, yo, man, these people in the NBA, man, just because I go to the lane and somebody put their hands up, I'm missing the layup. Like, right. man, these dudes make difficult shots all night. That's why they're professionals. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So I feel like with this 2K18, I feel like like I'm able to to finish at the basket mm-hmm. and it's real life. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Make real moves. And right. Like, you know. For that person, right? Right, for that person. Like, you know, LeBron is not going to miss a layup or like Kyrie is not going to miss a layup if Isaiah Thomas contests him at the rim. Right. You know what I'm saying? They're going to make that, you know, so. They'll make it four out of five times. Yeah, right? make it four out of five times. Yeah. Right. Like, and you know, man, like, I, I think it's a good setup, man. You know, even though we got, you know, he traded on his Kyrie. He's in the Cleveland uniform, but on the game he's in Boston. But it's all good, man. But I, 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 I like he it, man. Look like a Boston nigga. Man. He does, man. He do though. He, you know what, man? But I, I feel what he's talking about. I think everybody else thought he was kind of crazy mm-hmm. because even um, what's his name? Um, his um, John Wall. John Wall was like, "Yo, man, like I would like to go to the NBA Finals every year." <laughs> so he's like, "But that's, that's him, the you point, know? Right? Yeah, it's like." You know, maybe maybe he, you know, saying like, you know, every, that's why how everybody to me took it. They were just kind of like, I mean, that's on him. But if it was me, it'd be totally different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because to me, I don't know. We talked about this before. You know, he's injury prone, and right. you know what I mean. But you know, I, I ain't gonna waste. You know, you know, us cast saying wish him all luck. I, feel yeah, like I wish you nothing, nothing but success, man. Except for when he has to play Cleveland. Right, 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 right. Man, and you know, I would say his Kyrie's is going to be looking crispy, though. Them shoes going to be looking crispy in Boston, though. That mm-hmm. white and green, mm-hmm. that's going to be nasty, man. A little, little speckle of that, what, yellow, whatever the that is. gold in there. Yeah, be nice, man. Be dope. Well, spe- I buy him, though. Right. <laughs> Speaking of that, man, Adidas, they pretty much leapfrog Jordans. Mm-hmm. Man. Easy jumped over jump, man. Really. Really, really. <laughs> really. I like that picture you, you got, too, man. I thought that was dope, man. <laughs> Jordan's like this, and he's just, like, flying over his head. That, that was pretty mm-hmm. tight, man. Jordan tired, man. He's tired, man. He's tired. Hey, I, you know, but it's, you know, in my mind, like, is it? Because, you know, I asked myself, like, okay, what? why did. Why did this happen? Why did Adidas jump Jordan? Is people getting more, like, are they more. <clears throat> they're tired of paying the prices for Jordan. Is Jordan kind of going out of style? Mm. Is it kind of a short-term thing where it's like, eh, people don't buy Jordans, but they'll come back? Or is it because Jordan, to me, in my eyes, Jordan still looks, they look really good. Right. But it's people smartening up. Mm-hmm. It's a couple, I think it's a couple angles. Um, firstly, I think at least, you know, the urban culture that purchases Jordans, you know, they're looking at Adidas and they're looking for a more of a casual look, right, know, right? not necessarily a basketball shoe. Right. So that's why you see like, um, like the retro ones, uh-huh. you know, just a simple Nike check, you know, with a nice colorway. Those will keep selling. I feel like those will keep selling. 
You think so? Yeah. That those are that's all I bought. And and the patent leathers are the the eleven. Those elevens. I think I those too. You don't like those, man. I, I like them. I'm. I mean, you know, I got a right, few right. pair of those, <laughs> but it's just the look. It's like the style. Like people want something simple. You know, not with a lot of designs. Um, right. You know, not with a whole whole lot going on. That's why I think the ones that keep selling. That's all I've I've purchased like within the past year as far as Jordans go. Uh huh. Is ones, and that's because you know that's the casual look, and you can wear that pretty much anywhere. Right. And get them off. And two, the price, like you said, I feel like the price of Jordans are, I mean, it's ridiculous. You know, you're paying over two hundred dollars for a pair of shoes that you only wear. I agree with you. A couple times, like it's stupid. Like I said that I think it's on is it the shoes episode. Yeah, it, it, it. you're just letting money collect lint in your closet. But and some people buy two or three pair of them and just keep them. And it's like, you know, I think people in this economy are starting to smarten up and be like, yo, like I ain't about to spend that type of money. Mm-hmm. If I can get Jordans, I can get me two, three, two, almost three pair of Adidas mm-hmm. and still make my outfit look good. Right. Or I can get me some other Nikes or I can get me some Vans or I can mm-hmm. get me some PF Flyers, like whatever the case may be. Right. There's, you know, it, people don't really want to dispose of their money because shit is already expensive. Yep. Right? You know, to take care of your life. I mean, like, and I think maybe even it, because really, let's be honest, the younger generation inspires so much, right, mm-hmm. as far as spending the money. So someone that's probably 25, 25 years old and below, right, they're going to be the ones buying all of the sneakers and stuff yeah. like that, unless you got some sneaker heads, you know what I'm saying, that just been like that throughout time. So right. if you look at the, the younger crowd, they're, they're mostly into this whole rock star stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Right, like, right, they're not right. really, the skinny jeans, like mm-hmm. you said, and... You and know. the skinny jeans don't look right with certain shoes, like big ass retro eights or thirteens. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, right, right, right. I mean, some of them you can get them off, but it's it, just, it's just a, it's a trend right now. And I think right. Adidas are making, they're making some pretty nice shoes, man. Mm-hmm. You know, so some of the ones that you wear, man, I really like them, man. Mm-hmm. I think Emerald, she got some shoes that I like, man. That she brought that was Adidas, and yeah. you know they look really good, and you know hey, I, they comfortable, man. They look comfortable. <laughs> well, you know, like because Nike got some shoes. I don't know if you seen like kind of the running style shoes that I like. You know, like kind of the Harachis and all that yeah, stuff, yeah, man. Yeah. They look really good, and nobody's not gonna want to pay that, man. And then too, like I think the younger generation, and I'm saying younger generation. You know, I'm 28. I'll be 29 in what in a week and a half. And uh, and so you're 30. So like, I think that people are starting to forget about Jordan too, as well. I think part of that plays. I mean, it's just a matter of time. Yeah, I've yeah. always felt like that. Like, man, I mean, like you remember, like Dr. J. Like, I'm sure, like my dad, or you know, like or, you know, our parents, they looked mm-hmm. at Dr. J. The same way we looked at MJ. Right. Right. You know yep. I mean? So now I think. As far as players in the NBA, I think LeBron is kind of taking that spot. Well, yeah, man. I mean, like, because some of his retro shoes, those Generation 1s, man. I, I'm like, I remember I had the black and the all black black and red ones, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Nike sound was white. And I'm like, man, I would love to get another pair of one of those, another yeah. pair of those. So yeah. I think that's what's kind of happening. I think people are just kind of moving on from the Jordan era mm-hmm. and – 
You know, Jordan's a hole too. Man. Yeah, man. I've I've heard stories, you know, about dude, like just how he treats people and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And you know, he never used to stand up for like the civil, you know, this civil rights, rights and stuff like that yeah, for yeah. people. And he never really been an activist. And well, I wouldn't say an activist because he he, he just he, always been about money. Man. He been about himself mm-hmm. and how can I improve himself? And and to some to a sense, it's that's not really bad in a way. But still, you you so much of an iconic figure. Right, you need to be. Yeah, you need to speak up, and it, and it sucks. Like you know, I thought it was stupid when Charles Barkley said, "I'm not a role model." Like, yeah, you are, man. Mm-hmm. Whether you want to or not, you're a role model. You know, but you know. Speaking I just, of shoes, though, man, uh, BBBs, man, the BBBs. That, they don't look half bad, man. They well, don't. The new ones. Yeah, the new ones, the black ones that mm-hmm. we seen. Mm-hmm. I, I, to me, I don't like the front of them because they almost look like Converse. The way it kind of the sole kind of separates off on the sides yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't like that, but I like the side of them and I like the tongue of, mm-hmm. the, of the shoe. I thought that was pretty neat. Um, it looked like it's a light, comfortable shoe. Yeah, I'm not, not gonna buy them though. Nah, 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 nah. I mean, even if they were like affordable, I wouldn't buy them. Like it's not my type of shoe. But all in all, it's gotten better. I put it like that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Just hope he don't blow. Just, just hope he don't blow out his ACL and his ankle. <laughs> right, you know what I mean, man. But staying on the NBA, man. Melo, OKC, man. You got Russ Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Yo, to me, I, what I think the lineup is going to be: Westbrook at the one, mm-hmm. Robertson at the two, because you need your defender at the two guard position. Right. You need Paul George to defend the three. I think they're going to put. Carmelo at the four, mm-hmm. and at the five is going to be Adam. Um, what is his name? Adam. Uh, some Adams. I know you talking. About. Yeah, the center. Mm-hmm. I think that that's to me that would make sense as a lineup because it'll be a mismatch for any four in the NBA. Can you imagine Kevin Love trying to check Carmelo? Right. Now Carmelo has no defense, and really the only person that, in that lineup that has true defense is Paul George. Right. So. Yeah. I did. I was shocked, man, because I knew it would be between Melo and, and D-Wade going to Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And I'd rather have, I'd rather have D-Wade, though. Yeah. I'd rather have D-Wade. But I, I low-key kind of forgot about D-Wade. I did, too. You know I, mean? I did. <laughs> I did. I did. So, do you think D-Wade is going to the Cavs? Yeah, I think it's for sure a thing, man. They said, like, with multiple reports that – D-Wade is pretty much already signed with them. He just waited to iron out the kinks, mm-hmm. and, and he signed, man. I, you know, I think Melo is a good move for OKC um, I, because, you know, I think I think it was Stephen A. Stephen A said, can you imagine Draymond Green trying to check Carmelo? So now Kevin Durant has to check him. Yep. Steph Curry has to check Russell West, but he can't rely on no help. Yep. Clay Thompson has to check Paul George. He can't rely on no help. So, if OKC had a better bench, mm-hmm. I think that's their Achilles right that's now. That's their Achilles man. right now, man. Yep. Because, I mean, they got their big man. Adams is better than mm-hmm. McGee. Like, he's physical. He's going to beat McGee up pretty much the whole game. Right. Now, D-Wade, I think D-Wade is a good move for us. I, I, the question is, would D-Wade come off the bench? I don't think so. I think he'll start over Jr. You think so? Mm-hmm. But the thing is, now let me ask you this: Should he start? Not even. So imagine if he started, right? Mm-hmm. You got him and Derrick Rose. 
Both not great shooters from the three. D-Wade definitely not a three-point shooter. Mm-hmm. LeBron need that spacing. Yeah. So do you move with the will LeBron hate to play the one? D Rose come off the bench, Wade at the two, at the three, you can have Crowder, because he can leave space the floor a little bit. Or do you put LeBron at the one, D Wade at the two, J.R. Smith at the three? <laughs> like there's more but see that's Ooh. but see that's the scary thing about Ooh. the Cavs though. If you really think about the Cavs, like, yo, they're so deep. Because you can't even mess with that lineup and be like, all right, I'm going to put Tristan Thompson at the five, Kevin Love at the four, at the three. I'm going to put either J.R. Smith or you can put like a Jeff Green because he can shoot threes. But I wouldn't start Jeff Green. But Or you can just talk to D-Wade and be like, D-Wade, we need you to come off the bench to lead, help lead that second unit with Derrick Rose. Mm-hmm. You're a Chicago native. So come off the bench, you can have D-Rose. You can have Dwayne Wade. Your three can be Jay Crowder. Let Love run that second unit, four. And then your five can be like Shannon Fry or something. Yeah. But I don't know, man. It that, That's tough, There's man. There's so many angles to that, man. Like, I'm I'm excited, man. I am too. I'm, we got to go, we gotta go to another game I'm this on year. It. We got to do it. Because I want to see D-Wade play in person. Mm-hmm. i never seen him play. So. Hey, I've seen him play. He, he nice. But he's a smart bat. That's the thing I'm excited about. His he's, IQ. Yeah, is, man. Crazy, right? Mm-hmm. It is, man. I think, I mean, you can even put D-Wade at the one. You could. You could. And I, I just don't know. IT ain't going to be playing. And then imagine when he come back. Like, bro, you so deep. Mm-hmm. What? And, and another thing you could tell LeBron is so excited. He's going to get legitimate, like, well, I can't even talk, legit rest. Yeah. Like he can rest, yeah. and they won't skip a miss a beat. Mm-hmm. Like they can still go out there, lock down on defense. You know, Dwayne. You know, and and I heard Dwayne Wade. He's going to be looking to rest a lot during the season, and just be ready for the playoffs. But yeah. I don't know. Well, but, if that's the case, he damn near have to come off the bench. You know what I mean? As far as that's what I think, and I think like towards the end of the year, let him start. Yeah, I think that's a that's a good move. Let him build his confidence up, mm-hmm. but. Maybe start him at the beginning of the season just to let him run. You know what I mean? He old now. Let his legs stay loose. Mm. Right. <laughs> but I, I like but last year he had a solid year. He averaged eighteen, 18. points, bro. Yeah. He older now. <laughs> yeah, he is, man. It's like, a year later. That is that is true. But I think he still got some good. I think he got some uh, I would say two good years left. I he think only thirty five. Yeah, yeah. I think he can play too. He's about thirty seven. I think thirty seven he'll probably call it the quits. He'll probably go back to Miami retire or something like that. But Yeah, because it's only one year little contract, right? And the thing about it is we still got that number one pick. Or at least first round pick. Brooklyn's pick. Mm-hmm. So that and then what LeBron said, you know what I mean? Like he said that, you know, my idea is to stay with Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And we're not stay with Cleveland. He said, uh, nothing's changed. Right. I want to, you know, in, in terms of retiring with Cleveland. And, you know what I mean? So I think that's a good thing. I think that gives us some uh, some insight on where Cle- his mind is. Where his mind is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you could tell that gives him some faith. He has some faith in Cleveland and in the, in the front office and, 
you know, so, I mean, I, it's a good thing, man. I think it's a good thing for Cleveland. I, w- I wouldn't be too worried. One thing I know, LeBron is not going to, like, if OKC performed well this year, Carmelo, Paul George, Rush Westbrook is not going to leave each other. Mm-hmm. I don't see, I mean, unless Chris Paul leave, but I really don't see that. So LeBron is going to go to the Lakers and play with some bums and a, and a, and a rookie that hasn't proved himself yet? Right. I don't know, man. I'm feeling good about our chances. That's all I'm saying. I'm just going to focus on this season, man. Yeah, me too, man. That's yeah. all I'm going to do, bro. To be I'm, safe. To be get safe. my hopes up. <laughs> right. We don't want the decision 2.0. <laughs> but speaking on, like, the NF- NBA still, uh, Steph Curry, man, you know, what he said about going to the White House, you know, not, <laughs> not mm. wanting to go. And I 100% support that. I wouldn't want to go to that shit either. I don't mean to cuss, curse, but nah, fuck I do. it. <laughs> I wouldn't want to go to... I mean, like, yo, man, listen to this. Like, cheese all on you. Like. Man, Chester, Chester King, Chester Cheetah. I'm a Chester, I'm a, man, look, bro. I, I had enough Cheetos. All right, I don't want no more. <laughs> nah, but man, I wouldn't want to go to that either, man. I mean, he has every right to... But but what really happened? Explain to me. Like, like how do you... Like, me deny saying, like, yo, I, I'm good on the invite. And then you to be like, look, he hesitated. He's not invited. Like, it's like saying, like, hey, man, I, I'm not going to be able to make it to your party on Saturday. And then, he ta- then like, I text you later or something like that and be like, hey, bro, I don't want you to come to my party. He's like, what, motherfucker, I, already, I just told you, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Donald like, Trump just kind of had the last word. No, I think, man, I think he's like a sociopath or something, man. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, he's kind of crazy. Like, he has to, he has to, Get his ego stroked. Mm-hmm. Like, I... Super stroked, man. He... I heard this somewhere. I, I don't know if it was on, like... Um, I read this somewhere. But they said, like, he has somebody that comes in and read, like, letters to him, fake letters, and tell him how good he is. Or, <laughs> like, I literally, like... I want to say... I don't, wanna, I don't know if it was, like, a, a, a late-night show or it was something where I read or some or seen where they were saying, like, he literally... Has people come and read like fake shit to him and, and be Make like, him feel good. Yeah, man. Like, cause he ugly as hell, man. Like, this dude been ugly since the beginning of time. So he was on Fresh Prince. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was ugly, man. He was terrible. Man, he terrible, man. He looked like a putty face or something. Yeah, he, <laughs> he like them put. What is the thing? Putties off from Power Rangers or something? Man? He look like them, man. Like, hey, I forgot about the putties, bro. <laughs> He look like one of them, but he like Goomba or something, man. Oh, what is that? Goomba off of uh, Mario's or something? Like them little turtles. King there. Cooper. King Cooper, yeah. Oh, he, he yeah, he like the uh, the, the boss. Yeah. yeah, off the movie, bro. Like, give him some finger waves, bro. Do have finger waves, bro. He did, though. Hey, it was clean, though. Yeah, man. No, like, they weren't. Never mind. No, they wasn't, they bro. Were, they, okay. They were straight. <laughs> they were straight. Not crackhead, but crackish. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro. But yeah, man, I you know Steph Curry. I mean, he, I think he did the right thing. And then mm-hmm. what LeBron said, I thought that was yeah, supporting Steph. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, man. Jordan. What do you call him? A bum? <laughs> Are you bum? Like you bum? Like <laughs> yeah, like that's how you know you're a hood dude, bro. From Ohio, yeah, right? Because right, that's, right. that's, that's something we say a lot. Right. Right. You bum? He like a yo. bum? Man. <laughs> He's definitely a bum. But I'm I'm happy uh, Steph Curry and even OKC. Uh, you know, I don't think they're going period, right? No, man. No, they're not at all. Yeah, so, you know, even though I hate to say it, the NBA champions, man, I appreciate 
you know, them standing up. Yeah, I got some respect for them, man. Yeah. I hate to say it, but I, I got some to, respect for them. Even Steph Curry, man, he uh he gained some cool points with me for that, man. But you know what, man? Like the thing about Steph Curry that I can't I, I absolutely can't stand. It's like you can't find nothing bad about the dude, man. It's something bad though. Like like man, like you like it's gonna surface or something like maybe like you know what I'm saying like to eat your toenails or something like who knows like something like something man give us something man like like hey, yo like but he, LeBron the same way though. Well, I hate to be the devil's advocate. Well, I mean LeBron, you know he got his like we talked about this before like off the mics like LeBron man sometimes we'd be like come on bro like you know like come on man like 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 that shot with Kevin Durant. It's almost like I felt like he, like, let that happen. Like, like he knew Kevin Durant was going to pull up. And it's like, come on, man. Or, like, he switches sometimes mm-hmm. when he know he shouldn't switch off the best player. Like, I'm I'm rough. I'm rough on LeBron sometimes. Or like, conveniently get cramps. Right, right. And that's the thing that makes me, like, with him, it's like, man, like, like man, what, what are you doing here? Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, but. I don't know, man. I, but LeBron, you know, but I still think LeBron is probably one of the greatest, or not the greatest of all time, in terms of like the type of player he is. But but yeah. step back to Steph Curry, like I just can't find nothing bad about the dude. Like that's what makes me mad. Mm-hmm. Like you shooting threes, smiling in my mother's face, while you splashing threes <laughs> on me. You know what I'm saying? Your back pedaling, shaking, sh- yeah, doing shaking shimmies, and then you be like, you know what? I just thank God for everything. You know, God is a part of my life, and then you're just like, God, man, like I can't get mad at this dude, man. Like I can't, like you know, like Kobe did, like shit, like you just. Like man, man, forget this dude, man. I can't stand his I ass. Didn't like, like Kobe, yeah, he was a cocky ass dude. Like I you know, what I'm saying like Kobe back in the day. Only until like his last like three seasons, right, right. And I start to like gain respect for him. Like okay, yeah, this dude. I got respect. You know, I, I, respect, I respected his game. I respect his game. And him as a person, yeah, he's a shitty dude as a person. Like I couldn't stand him as a person. But as far as his game and the way he approached the game. Mad respect, man. Like, man, he didn't want to do nothing but be like MJ, bro. Man. Which I don't, uh, I don't blame him for that. But he just his interviews, like everything, he just sounded like, like MJ. MJ, man. He should have like, damn near been chewing gum. Yeah, that's why I think people overlook him sometimes. You know what I mean? As far as respecting him. Because of that, like, because he wanted, he acted so much like MJ, man. Before Jordan, there was no Jordan. It right. was Jordan, right? When Kobe came, it was like, well, he plays like Jordan. He sound like Jordan. He sound like Jordan. And he, then when LeBron came, he was like, all right, he his own. Person. He's his own. Like you can't compare Magic to him. Magic was stiff and like, oh. I mean, Magic dropped dimes and he was a great player, but but Different he had player. he had a piece of Magic. He has a piece of Jordan. Mm-hmm. He has a piece of like he has a piece of little everything, but Scotty he's his Pitt, own. Man. Yeah, he's got, you know, he's his own little thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But yeah, man. I mean, speaking on that, I mean, but what's up with this whole like Trump in the NFL and all that? Trump versus the NFL, man. Pretty much, he, he BS. Tried, like, <laughs> it's like Street Fighter, man. Man, what is it like? What what's the dude with the crazy hair? I just always get him mixed up with Beast. Blanca, Blanca, man, yeah. that's what Trump is, <laughs> man. I mean, you know, I feel like even Trump, if Trump heard this podcast, I feel like he would be up in a crowd of people as small as we are, and be like, "You heard them season kings?" Man, he's in the FBI over man, here. Man, he's in the FBI over here, bro. 
like drop bricks on us and be like, he they, they selling bricks. Like, you know what right. I'm saying? Like, everything we selling dope, man. man. Nah, for real, but um, I don't know, man. Trump, the whole NFL, I mentioned it, you know, on my Facebook page. I think people have totally forgotten what Kaepernick was kneeling for right. in the first place. Right. Now it's turned into a black versus white thing. It turned into, you know, black people not respecting the military and what they've done. Right. You know what I mean? And it's turned into black people versus Donald Trump. Right. And Donald Trump has turned it into him versus anybody that wants to voice their opinion, you know, and exercise their their freedom, you know, freedom of speech. Right. And peaceful protest, which is exactly what everybody's been doing is peacefully protesting. Right, right. It ain't been no rallies. It ain't been people burning crosses, burning flags, you know, having Nazi flags and running people over with cars. Right, right. You know what I mean? It's just been a peaceful kneel, put your hand over your heart. Right. And demand that people understand what we're going through. And they recognize they want people to recognize the situation. Yeah. And um and, and that's what is not happening. Yep. You know, and I think people are getting lost um, in the concept of they're disrespecting my father, my grandfather, whoever served in the military. It's like, yo, it's not about that. Mm-hmm. Because initially, your grandfather is supposed to be fighting for, me, for, for that right. Yeah, for that right for me to be able to do this and for everybody in America to be equal. But people only want to believe what they want to believe. They don't want to believe that America is the way it is. Like, in Amer- Amer- America is a rough place. It doesn't... All right, let me put it like this. All right, you have third world countries, right? And they're struggling uh, in some parts of Africa. Not all of Africa, because I don't want to get that misconstrued either. Because some parts of Africa is, like, awesome. Like, South Africa and some places around there. I mean, Everything it's like New in York. the jungle, right? Yeah, they shot a show. Like, I've talked to people that's from Africa. And be like, i never seen a lion a day in my life. You know, i never seen a lion a day in my life. You know, and... They do that sometimes because people want to paint a picture of certain things. <clears throat> so, you know, the thing is, is that, you know, in America, we paint this picture that everything is grand. Everything is perfect. Everything is like everybody is treated this way. And, and it's not like that. Like, you know, people that got a problem with Kaepernick kneeling or anybody kneeling and what they're doing with the flag, you need to talk to those people and ask them, why, man? Like, yeah. why are you doing this? And actually get an understanding of why that we nail. I can tell you right now, I've been in situations uh, where I've been racial, racially profiled. Mm-hmm. I've been in situations where I've been called pretty much a nigger before or mm-hmm. the N word. I've been in, I've been in, I have been, I have experienced these things. You've experienced these things. So it happens yep. to a lot of African Americans right now in this country, and people don't want to. They want to act like it doesn't exist. Right. And something that the video you put up about um, Popovic, Greg Popovic, the coach for the San Antonio Spurs, head coach, he know he said something about being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. That people have to start being uncomfortable. Because anytime you're uncomfortable, for the most part, you change your situation because you don't want to be uncomfortable. Right. So people that, that don't want to recognize these things, you know, they don't want to recognize because it makes them feel uncomfortable and mm. they don't want to change. Yeah. 
They don't know? want they don't want to actually address the fact that there is a problem. You right. know what I mean? And the whole reason why Cap Neil it was mainly two reasons, right? Right. People, you know, of color getting gunned down and murdered by police. Right. Right. And the way veterans are treated. Right. When they come back, you know, after they serve their time. Right. You know, and they come and they're homeless. You know, you see a lot. Have you ever served, like, food to, like, homeless people? I never have, man. I want to, though, man. I, I, I think that's something that maybe... We should do that. Yeah, we should we should do that as far as being seasoned kings. Maybe find out what in, in Kalamazoo, maybe we can do some type of... Uh, uh, some type of charity or something like that mm-hmm. to kind of you know and not because we're trying to promote anything but just to kind of do a good deed you know yeah. because you do something good you'd be blessed I mean, by it right? I honestly feel like that's something every person should, should yep. experience um, you know I want to thank my dad man when I was younger I, I was probably about 18, 19 um, mm-hmm. we went to one of the shelters or food drives they do in Dayton mm-hmm. Down off of off of the bird. Okay. Off of Gettysburg in Dayton. Right by the uh the jail, you know what I'm talking about? Right mm-hmm. down the hill. Yep, yep, yep. I know what you're talking about. Um, you know, we served food, like all these uh, you know, homeless people were in there and a lot of them were veterans, man. You know, wow. you talk to them and you know, you you know, kinda they tell you that you know, they wanna talk to you. They want you to know, um, you know, this is my situation. Right. Um, this is what I went through. I went, you know, I served my time. I came back, and I'm homeless. You know what I mean? I don't have. Right. I couldn't find a job. You know, they deal with a lot of the um, what they call it, post traumatic stress. Yeah. And a lot of them lose it. You know what I mean? And yeah. they can't hold a job because mentally they can't do it. And uh, I mean, I even have a cousin mm-hmm. that's going through that right now. He went to Iraq, mm-hmm. and now he's dealing with, you know. Personality issues and um, what well, you know for one thing, the military breaks you down, right? Yeah. O- off the bat, and then you go overseas or something like that, and then you deal with um, seeing dead people, dead bodies, kids. kids. It's not even like your own counterpart. You're seeing seeing some people from another country, dead kids, just laying on the ground, even and kids trying to kill you that you <laughs> have to kill, right? Like, right, right, right. That'll mess me up. It's a it's a tough thing. Yep. It is, I, you know, like, you know, from this whole kneeling thing, I mean, I think that people should not, like, okay, I, I almost feel like it's um, people that have a problem with people protesting against the, uh, against people kneeling or people protesting. Um, the people that have a problem, I feel like they are kind of being selfish in a sense because it's like on your own personal feeling mm-hmm. you have to think outside the box because if you feel that strong about it then why not go take care of those veterans right like those veterans is really the reason why the flag stands right mm-hmm. so it's like you should be going to take care of them like you should be going to make sure they're okay like yeah. everybody if you got a problem with it why not why are you not doing your part because i guarantee you the same people that are saying like oh look at that kaepernick and look at them look at them n words they blah 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 they sitting it's like you probably go home and don't even think about the veterans you probably go right. home and go to sleep and, and live your normal life <laughs> right like that's some Do true they stand stuff. up right. if they at the bar right around right, a crowd right. of people when they see the national anthem playing on the nfl right. you know what i mean nfl sunday whatever if they stand up put their hand no, no. they sitting there drinking beer and 
And something you sent me too, they said it was like chapter 10.7. Like we should like, I think I still have it on my phone, but it was saying that how. The flag rules. and Yeah, the flag, it should never be at a horizontal um like people should never touch the flag. Mm-hmm. It should always be, you know, pretty much flying high, and yep. and you should never be body garments or diaper or any type of way of put on the body and mm-hmm. be disrespected all the time. Yeah, see even pictures of Trump, not even putting his hand. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I'll, maybe he was like daydreaming or something. I don't know. But part, of, but part of that is the media. Yep. the media painted this picture. Of saying like, yo, look what Kaepernick, because like I heard NFL players used to kneel all the time. Mm-hmm. But Kaepernick says the reason why he kneeled this time. They don't want to hear it. There's a problem. Yeah. So, you know, I and people say, oh, he shouldn't use that platform. You know, people just want to turn the TV on and watch football. That's the perfect platform because you what? turn the TV on and you're watching. And you see it and you hear. That's the uh, point, right? He's doing this because it is. I don't want to hear that. That's that's basically what it is. Right, right. People are afraid to admit that America is not that great. It, it's out. Hey, I'm gonna say it, I wouldn't want to live nowhere else. Right, right, right. But we got issues that we need to fix. That we need to fix, and that's that's. I think that's the main point. That that is absolutely absolutely correct, man. You know, it be like, you know. I lived in the South before, um, especially when I was living in South Carolina. And there's even, like, being where we're at now, man. I mean, you don't think a lot of racism goes on? Like, it does. And it's not a good feeling, man. And I think that people that, you know, when they turn the other cheek, man, it's like, you know, they say silence is like co-signing. Mm-hmm. So if you don't say anything when you see these things or you have a friend that may speak this way about African-Americans or minorities in general, and you don't speak up and say nothing about it, you're co-signing. You're agreeing with that. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's real, man. Like, I mean, you know, like, people got to really see that, man. And, yeah. you know, and that's a lot of that that goes on in America uh, today. Um, you know, the fact that there's not equal education mm-hmm. or there's not, you know, not everybody get a fair shot. You know, like, let, like let's be real. Like, how... How is racism institutionalized in corporate America? Like, it happens, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? And people don't really talk about that. But that stuff really happens. You know, I always thought to myself, like, I, like when people say, you know, you don't fit the, uh, you don't fit into the team or, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, let's say, you know, and I, and I don't want to make this too deep. Like, you know what I'm saying? Especially my listeners listen to this. I'm not making any observation of saying that this happens everywhere. But there's some places where it happens, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I give a couple of examples. So let's say, you know, you at one place, right, and they say that, uh, you know, that, Okay, let's say if you have a place that's predominantly the majority, right? And here's a guy, a young guy, he's a minority, he comes out, he's trying to get a job. And it was like, man, you know, he doesn't really fit the culture. That happens. Mm-hmm. People act like that doesn't happen. It happens. Mm-hmm. And people say that, yo, like, um, you know, I, I remember I was in college one time and they was talking about affirmative action. 
Mm-hmm. And they were saying like well, affirmative affirmative action. Some students were saying affirmative action was BS. And I mean, my teacher, uh, my professor, who's from Germany, she was like, "Well, what do you mean it's BS?" So you have to understand you you've got a head start. Mm-hmm. It's people that still have bloodlines or their father's father or their mother's mother or they, you know what I mean. They was never able to get it together because they started in poverty. Mm-hmm. And it was hard for them to make it out of poverty. So mm-hmm. that child grew up in poverty. And then their child grew up in poverty because that's all they knew. It's crazy. You know, I went on a rant, but my fault. Nah, that's real, man. Like, you don't get the equal or fair chance, right, to to be successful, man. And then, like you mentioned, the education system is not set up the same way, you know, in urban areas as it is in the suburbs or, you know, the majority school or public school system. Um, so I definitely understand that. And, you know, for people to think, you know, well, I want to get a job to the better qualified person, get this person to try, man. You know, like, I'm smart. Or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Yes, plenty of people qualify, but you have to make it fair for everybody to be successful. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? And no matter what skin color they are, they should have the the fair chance or the fighting chance to be successful. Right, right. Um, and that's like, I, I, I agree with affirmative action. I mean, I, I, think, I, do it's, too. I think it's fair. Um, but a good point that I've seen today, you know, about Trump, you know, going so hard on the NFL. What about Puerto Rico? Uh, yep, yep, yep. Who, who said that? What uh, what artist was that? He tweeted I, about it. Um, it was um, man, he used to date Jennifer Lopez. Man, what is this? Um, Enrique? No, no. no. <laughs> ah, damn. <laughs> no, uh, man, I'm gonna be playing off the movie The Substitute. Um, What's that dude? Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's look his name up real quick, man. Because he was a big, um, big artist. Um, and he said that, like, man, we talking about this whole NFL thing. Talk about Puerto Rico, man, because how they're pretty much devastated. Yeah, they. I heard it's like the fourth hurricane that's hit them. Hey, man, like, bro, they they going through it, man. I mean, it's like they getting double team, Hurricane Irma, and then what was it? It was something else. But I mean, like, you know, but. You know, I'm a firm believer that everybody is afraid. Like, they're things that they don't understand. When you don't understand something, you're, you're automatically afraid of it. Mm-hmm. Whether you want to believe it or not, you are because you don't understand it. You, you, you're kind of like, man, like, you know, and, and I think that's what happens a lot of times in America, um, especially with the majority. It's like if they don't understand a certain culture, it's automatically like, Psh, they're weird. They're blah, blah, blah. They're this. I don't mess with them. Like, you know, and it's just like, man, just understand why, you know, they do certain things, you know. And uh but I can't I think, find his I, name, man. I think that's crazy how uh how Trump just the way he go about things though, man. I I, I think that's really crazy. I think you know, even how he told the NFL, the people like he even said like you shouldn't go to the games if they're going to disrespect the flag and and you shouldn't and it's like man it's not disrespecting the flag it's not like we're throwing the middle fingers at the flag or people like just taking it and burning it on their way out in the game like it's like nobody's doing that 
Right. It's, you're it's, causing a race war, man. That's what you're trying to do because the whole reason why they're doing it is because they're saying the injustice in America. And you're yeah. telling people that pretty much shit on what they're talking about. Don't support them. You're blatantly say that. And like... Mark Anthony was... Uh, yeah, Mark there. Anthony. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and an interesting fact, and the reason why what creeps me out a lot about Donald Trump, his father was a part of the KKK. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Back in the, like, you know, back in the day-day, like, you know what I'm saying? And it was some big riot in Harlem or something like that he was a part of, and he marched with the KKK. Like, he, like, it's, it's documented. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's like... You think about people that are a part of those groups, they're going to definitely push that on their children. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And so that's that's the crazy thing, man. That's that's the thing, man. It, it, it's wild to that's me, That's definitely man. something that's taught, right? And I'm sure, I mean, I've had conversations with people, you know, whose parents were racist. They're not, but, you know, and that's something that they said that their parents would talk about a lot, you know, is race and you know, hating race, different races because of the color of their skin or, uh, you know, even like, um, you know, like Jews and stuff like that. People exactly, hating yeah. Um, so that's definitely something learned. Um, right, right. But another thing that we didn't necessarily say we were going to talk about, but Trump, how he runs his mouth, how... North Korea took what he said as a declaration of war. You know, and, this dude need to be impeached, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Like, and just drop the mic. This dude need to be impeached. And like, <laughs> we out, man. Nah, man. I mean, he don't care about nobody but himself. Mm-hmm. And to me, it, to me, it's like it has to be some puppeteer that's like want to control this whole situation because I'm like, yo. And I'm, I, you know, I'm gonna say, it. imagine if this was Obama, he would have been out in five microseconds, like you know what I'm saying, like hey, he'd have been assassinated. Yeah, somebody would have took like, and it's like, man, and this dude is getting away with this, and it's like, and it's really no paperwork of really being like, all right, it's time for him to be impeached. He's not. That's like a CEO of a company. And the CEO of the company is like, yo, he's saying all this crazy stuff. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is, this is a little too much. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's never really, haven't really said that and, and really, I mean, a lot of people have said that, but it's never really been any action. Right. Be like, let's get this dude out of here. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, I don't know, man. You know, I, just, I, I pray for I pray for our times, yep. the times that we're going through, because, you know what I'm saying, with your kid and my kids, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want them to go through I don't it's always, to, I don't it's always to, the darkest before the light, man. That's, that's how I true. look at it. That's true. Um, so, I mean, all we can do, like you said, is pray. Yep. You know, and, you know, just try to focus on, on our family, um, you know, raising them the right way, you know, not to hate people, uh, you know, based off of the, the color of their skin. Yep, yep. You know, stand up for what's right. You know, don't be afraid to stand up for what's right or kneel yep. for what's right. Um, and you know, just just better better our society, man. We, you know what we doing right now, right? Um, I think this is a perfect example. It's a good platform. A good platform, yeah. you know, to get people to to listen, to think, you know, critically, and um, 
you know, try to better the area that they stay in. So no matter where y'all at right now, you know, I know we got listeners in New York. Um, yeah. Florida. Florida, yep. Uh, I mean, I, I'm sure Atlanta, you know, yep. places like that. I mean, Dayton, Kalamazoo, Cincinnati. Chicago, Cincinnati. Um, you know, I don't know some people out in California. I hope my cousin listens to this, um, you know, out in Cali. Yeah, uh, you know, let's better better our our society as yeah. a whole, man, and stand up or kneel for what what we believe in. Yep, I think that's positive seasoning right there. It is positive seasoning, <laughs> man. I like how you did that, man. Definitely, man. Like that was some good stuff, man. I mean, AB nailed, you know, hit the nail right, on, hit it right on the head, man. Hit the nail. Um, you know, we gotta, you know, it always starts with us as people. Um, no matter who you are, black, white, you know, yellow, green, whatever, it always starts with us to actually make the change ourselves. Yeah. Um, once we start to make the change ourselves, it affects the people around us, and then it just affects us all as a unit, mm-hmm. as a whole. And uh, we all start to think a certain way and that we protect one another. Um, I wish, I mean, I want to see it go as far as every country is like, you know, even you over in China, my brother, you over here is my sister, you over there, you know what I mean? And to really, because to me, that's still even division in itself is really because, hey, just because water separates us, we're totally different. I don't want to associate. Like, you know, so it's always good to love on one another, respect one another. That's the key, love. And to, and to love one another and to see that we all are equal, man. And uh, yeah. I think that's the beautiful thing about life, not about being American, but about life and being who who you are, wherever you are, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Straight up. I think that was good, man. That was a great show, man. It's a great show, man. It's a deep <laughs> show, man. I think this is one of them shows that we're going to look back on. It's going to be a classic. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like you said before, we appreciate everybody that's listening out in, you know, California, New York. We see you uh, even in Michigan, Ohio, man, Atlanta, North Carolina. Um, we've seen people out in uh Texas, man. Yeah, we got some Texas yeah. family. I got some family in Texas, man. Right, man. We appreciate y'all, man. We hope y'all listen, man. Allow other people to listen, man, to listen to this to this podcast, man. We really love doing the show. Yeah. You know, we really enjoy. I know AB be tired of me talking about it all the time, man. I'm so excited <laughs> about it, man, you know, because we're, we're a perfect team, man. Yeah. And, yep. and uh, you know, so we appreciate y'all, man. And, and what we say, man, the end of the show, man, we all got to... Yeah. F- Every, every king has a season. Every queen has a season, man. Just make sure you positively season your time here on earth, man. Season that culture, man. You season the culture. Man, be, be that change, man. Yeah. And y'all be easy. Blah, blah.